The Adventures of Finochet, written and narrated by Marion Brennan and illustrated by Mark Beach. Chapter 12. Rocket Testing As the days grew longer, I could see the buds on the trees coming out. It was finally spring. I could ride my bike to school every day and went on adventures with Jean-Luc and Kieran at the weekends. I had been working on my rocket and had made a number of different shapes out of paper mache. I had learned that if you tore up newspaper into really tiny pieces before mixing it with glue, the paper mache set really smoothly. My dad had finally allowed me to use the mechanism from a firecracker for blasting off. My dad insisted on lighting it at takeoff, which wasn't as much fun. At least we weren't all covered in coke anymore, and the rockets went higher. I had decided on the final shape of my rocket. It had four grooves in the nose and four stabilizers at the base of the rocket. I had decided there were a few things that I wanted to do to make my rocket perfect. First, I wanted to develop a small circuit that created a spark that would light up a gas jet that could light the firecracker mechanism to propel the rocket at takeoff. This would be just like the spark mechanism from my mom's gas stove. I was sure I could get the small sparker mechanism from the electronic appliances recycling center. I would use three gas thrusters to keep my shuttle going after blast off. The second thing I wanted to do was to create metal wings that could fold out of the streamlining grooves. This would make the rocket more stable and allow me to control its flight once it reached a certain height. This would be more like the shape of Jean-Luc's shuttle Endeavour, except that the wings would not be causing resistance as the shuttle took off, as they would only come out after takeoff. The last improvement was to make a parachute for the shuttle, as all my prototypes kept on crashing and I was tired of making new ones out of paper mache. The most important thing was that I would be able to activate all of these things using my remote control. I had an old remote control from my model airplane. I used this to figure out how the remote control worked. I wanted to modify this remote, but all the connections were so small. Also, my circuit board in my rocket needed to be very small and incorporate all the functions needed for blast-off, flying and the parachute. I was really going to need a fine soldering iron and a magnifying glass. I decided to have a heart-to-heart -heart chat with Grandad and explain all my plans. My Grandad arrived the next day with the soldering iron. He had a very serious conversation with me about being responsible when I use it. He showed me how to use it, even though I knew how to use it from the summer school at Dublin City University. Then he gave me a stand for it and said it was very important to switch off after I finished using it, or else it could cause a fire. He said that if I burnt my finger I should tell my mom and dad that I had touched the stove. Then he winked. I knew I could rely on Grandad. I worked on my rocket every spare minute that I had. I wasn't sure whether to work on the sparking mechanism or the parachute first. The sparking mechanism would mean that I didn't have to wait for my dad to test my rockets, and the parachute would mean that my rockets would not be constantly crashing, so I wouldn't have to keep making new ones. In the end, I decided to work on the gas sparking mechanism. This was complicated, as not only did I have to electronically set the spark to get it going, I needed to be able to turn off the gas before deploying the parachute. I also wanted to put in three thrusters so that I could control the amount of gas that flowed to each so that I could control the direction of the rocket. 
I managed to get the spark mechanism working quickly. Then I set about trying to find a suitable cut-off valve for the gas. I invited Christina over the next weekend. She helped me get the valve working. We had to look up a lot of things in my electronics textbook. It was fun working with her. She seemed very impressed with my workshop. Mum took us for ice cream halfway through the day. I did not want to take a break, but ice cream from Teddy's in Dunleary was the best, so we headed off. By the end of the day, both the valve and the spark mechanism were working by remote control. Dad would be happy, as there would now be more control of the gas and the launch would be safer. Also, he wouldn't have to light it for us anymore. That week, I worked on my rocket every day after school. I managed to get the parachute to explode out the side of the rocket on Friday night using a button on the remote control. I labelled this button SHOOT, so I would not hit it by accident. On Saturday morning, I was dragged out to the shops. There was nothing more boring than grocery shopping. Aoife was always really difficult, and Mum never bought me any sweets. That afternoon, Mum made me go with Aoife to her friend's birthday. Her friend Kira was turning one. What was the point of having birthday parties for one-year-olds, I thought. It is not like they know what is going on, or would even remember. I really don't understand why I have to go, I said to my mum. There's no one to mind you because Dad is going to the match at Croke Park, said mum. Why can't I go to the match, I protested. I'm sorry, Finn. Your father only has one ticket, she replied. I was so frustrated. Why did I have to hang out with all the women and babies? That Sunday, I had to go to church and then to my cousin Jenny's First Holy Communion. They lived in Cork, so it felt like we spent the whole day in the car. I didn't even really like Jenny, and all I wanted was some time to test my rocket with my dad. On Sunday night, I went to bed feeling really down. The next day would be school again, and there was so much going on that there was hardly any time during the week. Plus, dad only got home after dark, so we would have to test my rocket the following weekend. I thought maybe I would have a chat to dad so that we could plan to test it for next Saturday. I went to sleep thinking about how I could get the wings to come out of the rocket using my remote control. Maybe magnets would work, I thought. Yes, using electricity to make an electromagnet, I could push the wings out, then change the direction of the current and therefore the polarity of the magnets to pull the wings back in, I thought. Perfect! I could also read up about how they moved the ailerons and the wings of planes. I had seen this happen just before planes landed, but was not sure how they did it. I would ask Granny to take me to the library after school one day that week and find books about planes. We tested my rocket on Saturday. Dad made a bit of a ceremony about it. Mom and Eve also watched. I stood there with my remote control. My heart was thumping. I had worked so hard on it. The rocket blasted off beautifully. I tried to make the wings go out. One of the wings came out a bit and my rocket started to spin. I wasn't able to control the thrusters at all, either. Something was wrong. My rocket started to plummet as I cut off the gas. Oh no! I quickly hit the parachute button. At first nothing happened. I hit the button harder, and the parachute exploded out. My heart was pounding. Even though it hadn't worked properly, I didn't want it to smash into the ground. My dad patted me on the head and said, Nearly there, son. I wanted to scream in frustration. All that hard work and it still didn't work properly. It was now nearly summer, which meant our teachers gave us as much homework as they could think of. 
I helped Christina with some of her homework as she still didn't understand everything yet. This took up a lot of my time, but ended up being quite a lot of fun. Often my explanations ended up being a game of charades. We laughed a lot, so I did not really mind. She was also very good at soccer, so we used to play when we were sick of doing homework. Soon it was exams again, which was a good thing, as it meant the summer break was around the corner. I got all A's in my exams, and Christina did well too, which I was nearly as proud about. I had told Mrs O'Keefe about my rocket and the problem I was having with the wings and the thrusters. She gave me some ideas about how to fix my problems. Mrs O'Keefe was really clever, and I liked her a lot. She had recommended that I go to the summer school at Dublin City University the previous year, and I had really enjoyed it. She asked me if I wanted to go again this year. I said that I most certainly did, and that I had really enjoyed it last year. I asked her if she could also recommend Christina. She said she thought that was a great idea. Then she said she thought that if I could get my rocket to work, I should enter it into the National Young Scientist Competition at the end of the summer. I wasn't too sure after what had happened to my pot stirrer the previous year. I said that I would think about it and see how it all went with the improvements. She wished me good luck and asked that I let her know if I entered. She gave me her phone number and asked me to give it to my mother. I wasn't sure why, as I knew how to use the telephone and was perfectly capable of calling her myself. Christina didn't come to the summer school as she went back to Germany for most of the summer. I thought I would really miss her, but she explained that she was going to visit her grandparents and the friends that she had left behind, so I totally understood. I thought that if I was going to enter my rocket into the competition, I would not only need to make it work properly, but I would have to test it very well and keep it away from Aoife to avoid a repeat of last year. I didn't need the likes of Tyron laughing at me again. I worked tirelessly on my rockets and had to make five circuit boards before it finally worked. I went to the summer school most days for the first month of the summer. I learned all sorts of interesting things. I took advanced electronics and physics, which gave me lots of ideas for my rocket. I really enjoyed the summer school and liked the children who came from other schools. I also liked the way the professors took us seriously and carefully answered all of our questions. After summer school was finished, I finally had some time to perfect and test my rocket. I invited John, Luca and Kieran over to play so that they could help me test my rocket. Dad made a big deal about it and Mom made us cupcakes and lemonade. Dad started the countdown. Ten. Nine. I really hope this works in front of my friends. Eight. Seven. Six. My heart was pounding. Five. Four. Jean-Luc and Kieran were shouting now too. Three. Two. One. I hit the button. There was silence. Then a hiss and click and suddenly... Blast off! My rocket shot into the air, spewing flames and clouds of smoke. I sparked the thrusters to make it level off, then I hit the button for the wings. The wings came out smoothly and my rocket flew above the houses. Before it went out of sight, I quickly shut off the valve and deployed the parachute. Jean-Luc and Kieran jumped up and down, cheering. My rocket had flown way higher than Jean-Luc's toy rocket, and I could control it. I could not stop smiling. We raced after it as it drifted downwind, swaying gently under its parachute. John Lucas' mom had been standing with mom and Aoife. Mom told her that I wanted to enter it into this competition at the end of the summer. She asked me a whole lot of questions about why my rocket was better than John Lucas' model shuttle Endeavour, 
I explained about the shape and the contractible wings and how it was better to only make the wings come out after the rocket had taken off to allow it to blast higher. I was not sure how much she would understand about streamlined planes and turbulence since she was a lawyer. Then she spoke to mom and dad very seriously. I didn't care what they were talking about. I was so happy. I felt like I could explode. We drank lemonade and ate mom's cupcakes. When Gianluca and Kieran finally left, dad sat me down. What you have achieved is very good, son. In fact, it is excellent, he said. I think you have solved a problem that the adults have been trying to solve for a while, he continued. You know Jean-Luc's mom is a patent lawyer? Mm, yes, I said cautiously. Do you know what a patent is, he asked. I shook my head. It is a piece of paper that inventors use to record their inventions so that other people have to ask if they want to use it. Like my notebook, I said. Sort of, said Dad. It's more like an application form that you give to the government office. Then they keep it as a record of your invention. The government then promises to protect your invention, so that no one can steal it. In the application, you need to put in all the information from your notebook explaining how you did it. Do you want to patent your invention? Dad asked. I haven't really invented the rocket, just improved it a bit, I said. Well, John Lucas' mom said that that is enough. It all seemed very grown up, I thought. Why not? Dad explained that if we were going to patent my rocket, we couldn't tell anyone about it until we had sent in the application. Also, we needed to do the patent application before the Young Scientist competition. John Lucas' mom asked me to write out an explanation of what I had done and draw the rocket designs for all the individual pieces. She also asked for all the circuit diagrams for the rocket and the remote control. This was quite easy because I had kept my notebook in the shed and written notes every time I had made changes. She also asked for a copy of my notebook and told me to keep it safe, as this was proof of my invention. It took me ages to photocopy all the pages at the library. I tried to be careful with all the details as Jean-Luc's mom said it was really important. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this chapter of The Inventions of Finochet. If you would like to read the beautifully illustrated version that has been illustrated by the wonderful Mark Beach, this is available on Amazon and at all good bookstores. For updates on new releases of chapters and books, please follow this podcast or join my mailing list. You can also contact me directly through my website www.marianbrennan.com and I would be delighted to hear from you.